today on CityCast Boise. I'm going full-on festive with my dear friend Jocelyn Robertson. We talk lights, trees, bathrobes and nativity scenes, and why we'd rather be in bed than at the potato drop. It's Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Jocelyn, thanks so much for being here. Hi, Emma. Thanks for having me. I immediately thought of you when I was thought of this topic because you are the queen of holiday <laughs> traditions, and I was so excited to talk to you about this. So just to start us off right away, what is your favorite holiday tradition? Well, of course, that's really hard because I love holidays and I love traditions, and I'm always up for adding a new one. But I would say uh, if I'm sticking downtown in Boise, I love to go down to the Grove and see the tree and then hit a Steelheads hockey game with my family. We love to go to the hockey game. And then we always go at some point during the season to Yenching for dinner. I didn't even think of that. I love Yenching and we always go uh, right around Christmas also. And there's something so festive about it. Like you, it has those big windows. You sit with your your family. You're watching people, you know, shop and walk around and you can see the lights. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that go to Yenching for the holidays. It really yeah. is like an old Boise standby the big windows, watching the snowfall. So many years I remember sitting there with a, you know, table of 20 people and we hadn't made a reservation and yet they're so gracious and the food is always delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and they're really, it's something for everybody on the menu, like very versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite holiday tradition is something my family does every year and it's, it sounds really bougie, but I swear it's not. It's, uh, we rent out like a private hot springs, which uh, is, it's not that much. It's like $120. We've been doing it every Christmas day for a, like, I guess like 20 years now. And we have like, uh, everybody swims for like an hour and a half. And then afterward, we meet in like this little gazebo and we have chili and we all eat together. And my parents get presents for all the grandkids because they have a boatload of grandkids. And it's just like such a special little holiday tradition, like such a unique way to spend Christmas. I've always felt really lucky that my family does that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I've never heard of anybody doing that before. The other thing that I love to do... Um, so I'm originally from Caldwell, and so I love to go out to the new ice ribbon and ice skate, and then you can get hot cocoa and then walk around and see the lights that they put up along Indian Creek. And it's really a beautiful light display. I can't believe how uh, festive it feels. It's always just packed with people, and so it feels really fun. Lots of camaraderie, lots to look at. They even have a fire-breathing dragon in the creek. Oh, wow. And so they really go all out. And I've heard that it's all set up by volunteers. So that's pretty amazing. Oh. And it doesn't cost anything to walk around. I haven't done that one uh, very often because we usually do for lights and walking around anyway. Uh, we do the Idaho Botanical Gardens, mm-hmm. which is a favorite of mine. And I've been doing that with my kids since they were teeny tiny, since they were like infants. And I keep waiting for them to age out. I mean, they're like grown men now. I keep waiting for them to be like, OK, this is boring. I don't want to do this. But it's really sweet because every year we go and we bring, you know, this huge group of kids and 
of all ages. And the teenagers run around just like the little kids, like they go and get a hot chocolate and then they run around and look at everything. And like you were saying, like there's such a feeling of like camaraderie and community and closeness. But for lights... I think we both can agree that the old standby is probably the best. And that's driving around. Driving around. I, <laughs> it's my favorite still. When I'm an old, old, old woman, I'm still going to have somebody driving me around so I can be like, oh, look at that one. Like, I love to make a thermos of hot chocolate, pack the kids in the car, mm-hmm. just go. Where do you go? What neighborhoods do you hit? Well, the last few years, we've taken advantage of a website called BoiseChristmasLights.com, and they map out not just Boise, but the entire Treasure Valley, and they come up with routes so that you can hit all of the highlights. But just driving around to see the private homes and their lights and following one of the maps from uh, Boise Christmas Lights is is a great option. That is so convenient and so amazing. It's such uh, a service. It used to yeah. be by word of mouth. You'd say, have you seen that house, yeah. you know, out on Greenleaf or something? <laughs> and you drive, drive around out. like the, the rich areas of the foothills hoping you find something. Yeah, that's amazing. Because uh, I was going to say, uh, we usually just like, you know, hit the foothills, go. There's like neighborhoods where you're like, yeah, they usually do a pretty good thing here. But I'll have to check out that website. That's so cool that someone's doing that this year. Or for a couple of years, I guess. Yeah, it's a it's a tremendous service to the community. I love that. So I'm curious, how do you get your Christmas tree? Do you ever go out and cut your tree? Uh, I do occasionally. And right now you can get a permit. If people are interested in that, you can get a permit for $10 uh, yes. from the BLM or from the Forest Service. And it's very easy and convenient. We have done that. Um, quite a few years. We actually have family with like property up uh, near Emmett kind of, and we'll go and get like a tree out there sometimes. But I definitely plenty of years have also just purchased a tree, you know, just gotten one of the big guys that was grown for exactly that. So what about you? What do you do? I do love the activity of going out and cutting the tree. There's always shenanigans, I feel like, (laughs) when you go and cut your tree, like something (laughs) Mm -hmm. unexpected will happen, uh, which can be really fun to trudge around and find one. That's a good point. And I love that you say shenanigans because I feel like memorably one of the largest fights my family has ever gotten in was choosing which tree to cut down one year that escalated in that way that only like siblings can do where like people had opinions on which tree was the best and we never settled that. We never got over it. So, (laughs) you know, beware, I guess. (laughs) I think you can, uh, one family can get up to three permits. Yes. So you don't have to agree. You don't have to fight. You don't have to. Uh, It's part of the tradition, but you don't have to. (laughs) Um, What about uh, the Festival of Trees? Do you ever go to that? I do. And that's another thing that you can do on the Grove. But I think the Festival of Trees is usually the weekend after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It is. So it goes till December 1st. Um, I have a soft spot for that. I know some people might think it's kind of like silly or corny or whatever. I used to always take my kids to see Santa at the Festival of Trees every year. And I love I just think it's really fun to walk around and see how you know, people have decorated things. And it's also for a good cause. It, they The money is uh, to help fund healthcare in the community and rural breast cancer screening. So I think that that's really great. But it is just, it's such a fun atmosphere. It's so fun to walk around. I'm always so impressed with it. And I get a lot of ideas for my own holiday decorating at Festival of Trees. Yeah, people really go all out and do some like amazing things for sure. Yes. 
Well, let's talk events. Uh, one of my favorite things uh, every year is to go to the Nutcracker yes. at Valley, Idaho. I love to see all the little kids. It's so fun. I was actually in the Nutcracker for several years. Really? I was a bonbon as a uh, <laughs> youth ballet student. I hope that's in your bio. <laughs> <laughs> I like to bring it out at parties and people yeah. are really impressed. But yes, I was one of those little bonbons that was under the big dress. Um, and that was a formative moment in my oh, yeah. childhood. But I, too, love to go to the Nutcracker. And during the holiday season, there are so many amazing events, uh, performing arts events. There's always stuff going on uh, with Ballet Idaho, with uh, the Boise Philharmonic, with Opera Idaho. BCT always has something. The VAC the last few years has really knocked it out of the park with fun sort of holiday-themed or at least festive things going on. They don't have to be holiday themed. So I love going to performing arts during the season. It, you get dressed up. You yeah. get to wear your nice coat. I think that's really fun. It's always very cozy. Something I love to do that is maybe a little niche and other people may not enjoy this, but because I was a choir kid growing up, I often will go to a couple of the high school choir performances, even though my kids are not in choir, just because I I love it. It's so fun and festive and it's fun to hear all the songs, you know, all the holiday songs sung. And there's just such a fun energy at a high school choir concert. Obviously, not everybody's going to feel that way, but I really love it. So I like last year or no, two years ago, we had a uh, one of Bora's because it was just like a fun little festive thing to do. Like it's a very sweet, sweet way to go enjoy some Christmas music and, you know, enjoy watching kids have a really good time. Along those same lines, I'm not generally a churchgoer, but I do love to go hear the Christmas choirs and go to a mass at either St. Michael's or St. John's. And you know the cathedrals, just in terms of sound, are so amazing. Um, and it's really fun to go listen to the Christmas music sung by a church choir. And if I can, seeing the pageant at St. Michael's, where they get the kids dressed up as the nativity, oh, is yes. so precious. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> and I didn't know they sure... did that, and I need to go see that right away. Yeah, you That's can look so it cute. up on their website whenever they have their Christmas um, pageant service. And I'm pretty sure the last time I went, the three wise men were, in fact, still wearing bathrobes for their robes and yeah. it was it was amazing oh i love that oh <laughs> I my recommend. gosh what about the parade do you ever hit the parade you know um there's two kinds of people in the world people that <laughs> love a parade and people that don't love a parade and you know i appreciate the idea of a parade i think it sounds really fun but if i'm going to stand out in the cold uh, or if i'm going to be out in the cold i have to be moving around and with the parade, you know, it's just so much standing in one spot. So, oh my gosh, you're such a diva. Listen to you. There's two types of people in the world people who <laughs> visit the parade and people who are in the parade. <laughs> I'm only in the, I'm only moving around. I'm going to be Not in the parade. Moving around in the parade. I mean, if I'm going to go and do something outside in the cold, like go to the, the lights, I'll be walking around. Yeah. I get it. The parade, the last time I went, I haven't been for a couple of years. Uh, the last time I went, this was like five, six years ago. It had gotten kind of sad. Like, I remember we got everybody up and out and down there. And then there was not very much going on. But I've heard in the last couple of years, it's been a much more festive and it's been a lot better. So hopefully that's the case. If people go down, let us know how the parade was. Do you go to the potato drop? 
Do you do the potato? I have never been to the potato drop. I've been curious, but I feel like every single time it's New Year's Eve and we talk about doing something like that, it's just so cold. And I'm like, I can't go out at midnight (laughs) in downtown Boise. (laughs) I just can't face it. Yeah. My toes would fall off. Not a parade Um, girl, not a potato drop girl. No, (laughs) no. I have been to the potato drop. I get why people love it and do it, but I typically have to work New Year's Eve. And if I have it off, I'm usually extremely thrilled to be in bed and cozy. (laughs) I'm sure people have a great time at the potato drop, but I don't know it's necessarily uh, for me. Yeah, I love to go out on New Year's Eve and then go home before midnight. (laughs) (laughs) A 10 p.m. New Year's for you. (laughs) (laughs) What about, uh, I know you don't probably buy a lot of festive foods because you make 10 million cookies every year for Christmas, the best cookies I've ever had. But do you have any like holiday treats that you like to go out and get? Well, I'm always a big supporter of the Idaho wineries. And there's always oftentimes... uh, great beers made around the holidays. So I would say if I'm going to buy something that's in a, like food adjacent, it's probably going to be a nice bottle of wine or, you know, a, a six pack of beer to gift. And I will uh, never turn down an opportunity to go to Lee's Candies. Uh, I I was hoping you'd bring it up because I've, I think I've talked about Lee's on like the last three podcasts. But <laughs> yes, Lee's Candy. This is where I get so many of my stocking stuffers. And uh, I always make a little bags for like out of town family. And I get like a few things from Lee's and from Idaho Candy Company, too. And people are just so impressed. They just cannot believe how good that is. Agreed. Well, Jocelyn, thank you so much. This was so fun. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season, and I can't wait to have some of those cookies. <laughs> and I'm still looking forward to my invitation for the Hot Springs on Christmas Day from you. <laughs> uh, you're invited. Come along. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> All right. Thanks, to. Jocelyn. Thanks, Emma. Here's some news to know today. The Idaho Statesman is reporting that the city of Eagle wants to add a bridge over the Boise River. The proposal isn't new and would connect State Street to Chinden Boulevard between Cloverdale Road and Five Mile. Right now, there are only two bridges that go north to south, and on the average weekday, these river crossings are used by more than 85,000 vehicles. And in other news, the Idaho Press is reporting that the state's abortion laws have cost Idaho taxpayers over a quarter million dollars. The money is coming from the Legislative Legal Defense Fund created in 2012, and lawmakers have spent nearly $10 million from the fund since then. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell David Lynch? Leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye! Bye!